You have arrived at your destination. Well, that TMNT trailer was quite divisive. This week on Animation Destination. Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie Brendan Jones, and I'm here with just myself. It's a solo episode, uh, once again. Uh, last one for a little while. Uh, just had to get one out for today because we've got a lot of stuff coming uh, next month. Uh, it was sort of announced on the Facebook page, but uh, next month is Anime April. Um, it's a full anime month uh, for the month of April, and we will be covering. Uh, some great shows uh, that you know cover all sets of anime. We've got Dragon Ball Super uh, that wrapped up last week, so I'll be talking with uh, with uh, Mitch and John, Mitch Harmon and John Myers on that one. So uh, should be a good time. We but we all love that show. So uh, sad to see it go for now, but they're very apparent that it's going to be coming back. And there's also going to be a movie coming later this year. So obviously it's not over, but it is over for now. So. Uh, we're going to be talking about all that and the uh, Tournament of Power arc, so should be fun. Also, after that is Loop on the Third, uh, something that I've been wanting to do for a long time, celebrating uh, all of Lupin's anime. Uh, I'm going to talk about as many of the movies as I can. I think I've seen just about all of them. Uh, and I'll be talking that with uh, artist Adam Hicks, uh, who has not been on the show in a while, so uh, that should be a lot of fun. Um, also, uh, going to be talking Bleach. Going to be talking Bleach with Stephen Barnes. That should be uh, pretty fun because that's one of both of our favorite animes, and I finally finished the manga. So, going to be uh, talking about that on April 19th. You guys will be hearing that as well. And on April 26th, to round out Anime April, I'm going to be talking with uh, Eric Schreiner. Uh, you might remember him from our Hunter Hunter episode uh, from last Anime April, or from last. Anime month, sorry, it wasn't the month of April that year. Uh, but we'll be talking the Ancient Magus Bride, uh, which just wrapped up its season one or full season. I'm not sure. They're, they're probably going to get more of it, but uh, uh, Wit Studio wrapped up its uh, first run on that. So we'll definitely be talking about Ancient Magus Bride and all the stuff we loved about it. So that is a breakdown of Anime April, and that's what's to come, guys. So. Uh, hope you enjoy that when it happens, but for today, we're going to be covering some news, um, and, uh, we're going to be covering the news, and then I'm going to give my thoughts on the TMNT trailer, uh, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, which was debuted on about a week ago, I believe, on Nickelodeon's YouTube page and their Facebook page. And to say the least, it is a bit divisive as to what people think about it. Um, so I'd love to give my thoughts on that. But before we get to that, we'll go into two news. So we've got 
a lot of trailers in this one too, actually. Uh, we got the FLCL Seasons 2 and 3 uh, trailers uh, that dropped last week, or two weeks ago now that I think about it. Uh, yeah, March 20th, I think they dropped. Uh, that's for FLCL Progressive, which will be happening this summer, uh, I believe June 22nd, and uh, Alternative, uh, FLCL Alternative, uh, which will be happening in the fall of uh, 2018. So, um, yeah, so, um, there's going to be a C2E2 panel uh, in April uh, this, uh, this coming weekend, I believe, uh, that'll showcase FLCL and... Uh, uh, I'm sure they'll get into all sorts of good stuff with that and talk about it. But uh, the trailer looks pretty cool. Um, I don't know if it's going to live up to the original FLCL. I think that's sort of lightning in a bottle kind of a situation. So I don't know if they're going to be able to capture that again. But uh, I am excited for it. It's got a whole new cast of characters, plus uh, Haru Haru Haruko is back. So And Kari Walgren is playing her again for the English dub, so... Um, yeah, that'll be airing on Adult Swim this summer and fall, so should be pretty cool. Uh, another trailer that came out was The Grinch. Um, the Grinch by Illumination. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch is The Grinch. I, I, I'm really sick of Illumination really kind of, I don't know, uh, wrecking Dr. Seuss, uh, work. I, 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 I was not a fan of the Lorax. I... I don't even remember Horton Hears a Who or anything about what that was about. I just feel like it's the most corporate, homogenized kind of crap you can take from a childhood thing. <laughs> it's Illumination's uh, uh, pseudo Dr. Seuss. Uh, Dr. Pseudo, there we go, uh, works. And uh, the Grinch it doesn't seem to be any... Any different. Nothing in the trailer made me laugh even once, and they pretty much got Max the dog completely wrong, because for some reason he's very chipper and happy, and Max has never been chipper or happy within the context of the character. But, you know, uh, it just, it, nothing about it looks good. I won't be seeing it. If you think it looks good, great. Have fun with it. I'll be skipping that one entirely, because... Uh, you know, I don't really criticize a whole lot on this podcast all that much because it's an animation celebration podcast, but that was one that I really had to just sort of, uh, avoid. So we'll see. Um, Marvel Rising, uh, the new, uh, sort of teen centered, uh, animated shorts series, uh, revealed their, uh, character designs. Uh, they look okay. Uh, very simplistic style. Um, I'm not super excited about this simply because um it sort of looks like it's in the same vein as Marvel's Spider-Man, the current Spider-Man cartoon, and it's really boring and awful and very cheap looking. Um it it's not good. I I I can't describe it any better than just it not being very good at all. So, um I uh, I don't want to hate on it uh you know indiscriminately, but um, I'll give it a shot. I'll give this Marvel Rising a shot. I think it'll be fine to to check out and everything, and I'm sure it'll be uh, fun at, at a certain level. I think they've got good voice acting. Uh, they've got Chloe Bennett and Ming-Na Wen from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on it, which is really cool. Uh, they've got some other uh, characters reprising their roles as they've uh, played in certain areas. I think the girl who's playing Squirrel Girl in the new Mutants 
uh, or the new Warriors television series is also playing Squirrel Girl on this, so that'll be uh, interesting to see her uh, play that as well. But, you know, uh, so far there's no animation shots of it, and since they're going to be shorts, I hope that the animation quality is better than Marvel Spider-Man because it's just not great, and I'm really, really not okay with how not good it is. Uh, so yeah, um, let's, uh, let's see if that's the case. Maybe it'll be better. Who knows? Um, yeah, sounds pretty good. Uh, My Hero Academia, the movie, uh, is coming this year as well as season two, which will be next week, or season three, sorry, season three of My Hero Academia will be airing next week as well, so that's pretty cool, but, uh, the movie will also be premiering on August 3rd of this year, and they released a new poster for it, a brand new poster, um, and it's got a, interestingly enough, it's got a clear face of All Might, it's got, uh, All Might with his eyes showing, which is kind of new, it doesn't have that darkened slant and everything, so, uh, it looks like All Might anyway, could be somebody new, somebody else, somebody different, could be Gran Torino, I'm not entirely sure, so, uh, we'll see who that ends up being, but looks very similar to All Might, and, uh, got all the major heroes right there all walking together, so that should be a good time. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Archer, Season 9 official trailer, Archer Danger Island. It's going to be, I guess Archer is still in his dream state, his coma state. Um, he's dreaming uh, a sort of, um, I guess, pulp action-adventure type of uh, thing, sort of Indiana Jones uh, old serial type stuff. Uh, what is that? Uh, the Golden Monkey, I think, was a TV was the TV series um, from back in the day. Um, but yeah, they're going to be on an island, and there's going to be uh, you know World War One sort of esque era, and like exploring this island, and uh, it looks pretty pretty fun uh, as Archer typically does. Um, and this whole new fantasy kind of realm that they keep throwing themselves into is very interesting, so I, I'm eagerly awaiting that, so should be pretty fun, that's going to be uh, happening on Wednesday, April 25th, so this on FXX, so that'll be this month as well, pretty cool. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Ah, Gravity Falls, Gravity Falls complete series comes to Blu-ray and DVD, um, I don't know if anybody is really still up on Blu-ray and DVD, streaming is always a a good thing, but for things that I really like, things for that that I really enjoy, I definitely want to have the Blu-ray. I want to have the Blu-ray set and the DVD set just in case uh, the EMP bomb goes off and our internet is completely gone forever. Whatever, if, if the worst case scenario happens, I still have the DVDs uh, that I can port around on a portable DVD player or something like that. So, uh, yeah, so absolutely. Um, Gravity Falls complete series, Blu-ray DVD uh, comes to uh, it's complete series, the complete collection on July twenty-fourth. Uh, two editions from Shout in two editions from Shout Factory. So um, hopefully the first season, the first collection will come out, and the second series will happen as well. But it's there has a complete series package. So and that's. Not very, um, that's not very akin to Disney, so it's very nice that they're getting a full DVD release. So I'll definitely be picking that up when it happens, so for sure. Um, 
Some other cool news. Uh, Lou Over the Wall uh, will be releasing nationwide on May 11th uh, in theaters. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Lou Over the Wall uh, is uh, one of the big uh, anime f- independent animated feature films from back, uh, from back at the Annecy International uh, Animation Festival. It took home the big major prestigious prize. Uh, it's per, it's uh, directed by Masaaki uh, Yuasa, who uh, directed uh, Devilman Crybaby on Netflix, um, in case you don't know uh, who that is. Uh, if you've watched Devilman Crybaby, this doesn't look uh, in similar tone, but it does look similar in art style for sure. Uh, the art style looks very similar, um, but in a very, much more light uh, uh, a lighter tone, uh, very much a, a kid-friendly type of story about a mermaid meeting up with some kids who like have a band, and it's uh, it's it looks pretty pretty amazing. But uh, yeah, the the animation looks very gorgeous. It has a has sort of a, a cell shaded rotoscope vibe, if that makes any sense. But um, yeah, for sure, it, it looks pretty great. Um, lots of lots of color, lots of. Uh, Lots of cool motion. I, I, I like how it looks. So uh, definitely be willing to check that out on May 11th. Lou Over the Wall. That's L-U Over the Wall. So uh, nationwide on May 11th. Check it out in your local theater. So uh, that's being distributed by G-Kids too. So uh, it's kid-friendly. Take your kids there. Should be all right. Um, last bit of news before we get to the uh, big trailer reveal and talk. Um... Uh, the Last Kids on Earth uh, has been picked up on Netflix. Uh, Last Kids on Earth is a series, a, a, a book series by Max Brailer, um, which won a Texas Blue Bonnet Award uh, for children's literature. Uh, Last Kids on Earth is uh, about a bunch of middle school kids uh, trying to survive a zombie apocalypse. Ooh, it's a zombie thing. Uh, but apparently it's it's sort of taken in a very uh, action, comedy, adventure type of uh, vibe to it. Um, so that should be pretty cool. Uh, Atomic Cartoons from Vancouver is going to be producing it. Um, and they have done a few other things for, uh, for Netflix as well. Uh, but this is exciting. Uh, writer Scott Peterson, uh, who, if you don't know that name, he is an Emmy Award, or Emmy nominated, uh, writer for his work from Phineas and Ferb and My Life as a Teenage Robot. Uh, he will be the showrunner of this show. So I'm super stoked about that. Because I love my life as a teenage robot. Phineas and Ferb is super solid. Love that show. Uh, and uh, Max Brailler, the uh, writer of the ser- of the book series, will be co-writing uh, the episodes with Peterson uh, and executive producing with Atomics Jennifer McCarran and Matthew Berkowski, uh, Berkowitz. So should be pretty cool. Uh, I like the art style of the book. I hope they maintain this art style for um, the. Uh, show itself because i mean quite frankly it it would be a shame if they didn't um so uh probably means that they won't but <laughs> uh for some reason whenever adaptations into animation they they like to they like to i guess like smooth things down and like make things kind of look more homogenous but it is i i don't know what type of animation it's going to be uh hopefully it'll be 2D um animation and not uh full 3D type of stuff, but who knows? Uh, should be pretty good. Uh, and that's going to do it uh, for our tune news. Uh, why don't you check out this here uh, ad break of the day, and we'll get right back to my thoughts 
on TMNT. Hey guys, it's your resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, here to tell you that the Animation Destination podcast could not be possible without the generous sponsorship of the Destination Comic Book Store. Supporting a wide variety of Funko Pops, statues, toys, games, and other collectibles, the Destination is your one-stop shop for all things pop culture. If you're ever in the Kentuckiana area, stop by the Destination at 5031 Shelbyville Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40207, in the Best Buy Shopping Center behind these crafts. I've personally been shopping at the Destination for about three years now, and uh, it's the only comic shop that I really go to anymore. It's uh, got great lighting, great staff, it's very friendly. Um, you know, you've met the staff, pretty much the entire staff on this podcast at some point. But it's definitely the shop to go to if you're ever in the Louisville area. So once again, check them out at 5031 Shelbyville Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40207, just behind these crafts in the Best Buy Shopping Center. And thank you again to the Destination crew for sponsoring the Animation Destination Podcast. All right, what an ad break. Uh, so let's talk about... This trailer, shall we? Uh, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, is the latest series in the Turtle series. Obviously, they've um, uh, they had the two thousand eight series, the two thousand eighteen series, or two thousand fifteen series ran for about three to four years. Um, maybe twenty fourteen when they started, I believe. Yeah, maybe twenty fourteen. Uh, regardless, three uh, D animation. Uh, really, really solid cartoon, uh, lots of good fan reception, lots of, uh, praise, uh, for bringing those, uh, for bringing it back to, back to life, bringing back the franchise, because, uh, you know, you had the original series, you had the 2003 series, and Nickelodeon got the rights, and they brought out this really awesome show, people were kind of worried about Nickelodeon having the rights to it, uh, what would they would do with it? Would they make it too kiddie? And turns out they kind of made them more. Uh, it wasn't super adult, but it had um, a, a lot of uh, uh, scary overtones to it. Uh, the mutations were very grotesque. Uh, it was very um, serious in a lot of ways. People actually got injured, you know. Um, and in fact, uh, a character eventually, you know, there are characters that die in it, which is. Uh, something you don't really expect at all about this sort of thing. Um, so that, that, that was always interesting about the, about the 2014 series. However, uh, that has run its course. Uh, it had its last, um, run at the mid of season of 2017, had its last run, um, with, uh, Turtles versus Monsters, I think was the last run of it. Um, a little mini series, and uh, it wrapped up. It was pretty cool, um, you know. And uh, we were told that there was going to be a two D animated uh, predecessor on its way. Uh, almost immediately, as the the last few episodes started, we we got the uh, we got the hearing that we're going to be getting a two D animated. Um, the uh, let's see the. Designs came out uh, to a bit of controversy. Um, it was definitely a different look, to be sure. Um, all the turtles are now uh, the character designs with the turtles. All the turtles are now um, different species of turtles, I guess. Like Rap is like a snapping turtle. Uh, there's all they all look very different. Um, which I've never minded. Uh, when you take the you take the chance to change up what the turtles look like apart from their headbands, I think it always works very well. 
Donatello's kind of really, really techy, kind of like they took the 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 movie versions of it and kind of took it in that direction. Raph is also like very bulky and huge, and uh, that again sort of like uh, is telltale to the uh, to the movies, uh, the recent movies that came out. Um, Mikey is very tiny, and Leo's just sort of like the in between kind of character. Um, a lot of people had a lot of uh, apprehension to the idea that Raph was now going to be the leader. Um, I guess that's a callback to the original rap from the original movie, uh, <laughs> uh, who got the lyrics wrong saying that Raph is actually the leader, uh, the turtle that leads. Uh, he is not, uh, and never has been, uh, other than a few times with like alternate futures and things like that. Uh, Leo has always been known as the leader, obviously, but this is, uh, a different take, uh, obviously, and they wanted to make Raph the leader. Uh, I don't think a lot of people are very, uh, off put by that. But when you take Leo, who is typically the leader, who leads, obviously, what do you do with him when he's not the leader? And apparently, he's going to be kind of a brash, cocky, uh, I'm not sure, it's not really explained too well as to what he's going to be, you know, in that uh, cartoony, uh, uh, stereotypical way, but he kind of looks like um, kind of a brag, like very braggadocious, very, bra- you know, very braggy, very uppity kind of a character. I'm not too sure on that. They, they weren't very, um, clear as to what that was going to be. Um, so that was a bit of controversy. People didn't really like that idea very much. Um, the other thing is that they changed up their weapons. I think they all have different, we- like basically all have different weapons. Some are very similar. You have Michelangelo, who has, uh, instead of a nunchuck, he kind of has like a, 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 um, uh, I guess a, a chain, a chain with a stick. It's, it's like a tiny stick, and then he throws off a little, like, spike ball and chain from it. So he kind of still spins it around, uh, like, a, like nunchucks, but it's more like a grappling hook. And it it's not really, you know, the nunchucks, obviously. Uh, Donatello still has a staff, but it's like a, a techno staff that morphs into a big hammer, I guess, now. That's a thing that we're seeing. Uh, so I guess it's going to do other stuff, too. He also kind of seems to have, like, a drone on his back, which is a little bit weird. Um, so, yeah, um, that's interesting. Uh, Raph has tonfas, which are uh, little nightsticks, rather than his size. Um, I'm not sure about that decision, but, you know, whatever. It's not really um, that big a deal, I suppose. And Leo still has a katana, but he only has one katana rather than the two. Um, So, yeah, every turtle has a different change on the weapons. So, they started off with uh, really drastic change in designs. They changed the weapons of the characters, and they changed the roles of two of the characters. Uh, Mikey, obviously, still the party guy, and Donatello still being the uh, guy who does machines, if you've heard the song. Um, I, I don't dislike the character designs. April, I, I think, looks uh, good. My one problem with April is that it literally could be anyone. Uh, it doesn't... I, I mean, it's a girl with the turtles, so obviously, I guess it's going to be April, but... She could literally just be any character reimagined. It doesn't. Nothing really says April about her, and that's a little weird. You figure they'd keep her in like the yellow or something, but uh, she doesn't seem to really like 
harness any kind of one color. So, um, I don't know. It's fine. Nothing, pro- no problem with it. It just doesn't really look like April at all. Um, uh, other than that, uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, the voice acting all sounds very good. Uh, let's get to the trailer, actually. So this is where we're getting to the trailer. I already mentioned parts. Donatello has a, a hammer in his uh, staff, which is a little bit weird. Um, so uh, I like the designs. The voice acting uh, comes off uh, pretty good. Uh, I like everybody's voice. Um, uh, Leo, Leo actually drops a pretty funny line in this, but it feels like a Mikey line, and I think that's why people don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it, it's kind of a it's kind of a little like joke drop um it could be perceived as a leo line in a lot of ways um uh because it's a line about his one liners uh firing up the team and if he said that as the leader i don't think anybody would have a problem with it but the fact that he kind of has this role of being uh or this he he's not in the role of leader now he's like taking over some of the comedy from Mikey, which is weird. I guess that's a lot of people's problems with it. Um, it's, it's, it, it sort of tweaks me in a, in an odd direction, but I don't hate it. Um, which is kind of my feelings on this whole thing. Uh, I was always saying like, let's wait for the animation. Let's see what it looks like when it's animated, when it's in motion. Um, and, uh, we've seen it. Um, and I will tell you, the action scenes in this look very, very solid. Uh, they look like they have a lot of time and effort put into it. Um, a lot of dynamic angles, very good use of color and action lines and uh, uh, you know effects to make things look very cool when in motion and moving across and beating people up. It's very cool. Um, I think that, plus the voice acting... I think is, and the use of color, because uh, the use of color is like, like there's nothing, the backgrounds look very good, the backgrounds look solid, uh, they all have a, everything seems to pop properly, like it, it pushes, it's not boring, uh, the backgrounds aren't boring, but it makes sure that everything in the foreground is pushed out properly, uh, everything is lit beautifully, the colors are great, I, I think artistically this thing really is uh it really is a winner however <laughs> this is my big critique on the whole thing from this uh from this trailer i don't know if we're getting the full look of the whole thing if this is a compression issue I don't know, but a lot of the in-between animation, a lot of the in-between stuff that isn't the action stuff, that isn't the fully animated, a lot of the in-between seems like they skipped a lot of frames on some of these on some of these motions. And I, I know it's a trailer, so it's very obvious that like you can, like you know, compressing and decompressing into a into a video file sometimes frames can get lost, but it makes it look like a Flash cartoon in a lot of ways. And by that, I mean, this probably was done in, like, Toon Boom or Flash or, like, on you know, digitally, obviously, but, like, a Flash cartoon from the 90s in a lot of ways because there's just this really low drop rate of frames uh, when it's not going full action. And I understand the need to conserve frames, to conserve money, to conserve that sort of thing. That's... You know, a, that's a thing that, that's a reality. But 
I just, it, there's something that's really not clicking with me on the in-betweens. The action, I think, looks great. I'll say it again, uh, but but there's just something about it. The, the way the motion tweens happen, the way that they they move when they're not, uh, when it feels like they have to cut the corners, it's very obvious. It looks very obvious that they had to drop frames that they had to uh, not concentrate on a lot of scenes, and that hurts it, in my opinion. There, there's parts that I think are beautifully animated, and uh, I, I, I really like the, the, the designs of everything. I think this show, um, and, I, and the tone, uh, let's get into that, the tone of the whole thing still feels like Ninja Turtles, and I think that's the important part. There's nothing about this to me that doesn't feel like Ninja Turtles. Um, and that that's where I think a lot of people are, are kind of missing it. Uh, I don't know, like a lot of people really are just being really harsh on it. Uh, right now, the video on YouTube stands at uh, 3.6 thousand likes and 4 thousand dislikes, so it is in the dislike category. Um, I... It's a bit disappointing. Um, I, I don't like to see people coming down harsh on something they haven't seen a full production of, but I can't say that it's unexpected. When you take something and you change it, typically people are going to be uh, not very receptive to the type of changes that are that are being done. Uh, I think if this show is good, if this show is quality, that it will ultimately... Uh, win over those people who are skeptical, um, and I think they'll uh, maybe even enjoy it after a little while. So uh, I think it looks enjoyable. I think it still looks fun. I have my I have my critiques. I have my problems with the frame rates in between uh, of certain aspects that make it look a little cheap. It just makes it look like, hey, we need to cut these corners here. Um, and if it's more smooth on the TV broadcast than this than the way this compressed, because there's certain parts, like uh, this part where Donnie is trying to, to press on a on a button, and it just, it feels like it's obvious that there's no frame of animation between him lifting his finger and pressing it down. It's just two frames of animation repeated over and over, and it just feels like there there there's things in between that we're just missing because of the way it's compressed, and I, I, I don't know, so... If it does look like that way, look that way on TV, you know, on its broadcast, then uh, that's a shame. I, I think that uh, I think that they need to step up the game if they're gonna, you know, if they're gonna have like a main, you know, two uh, D animated cartoon, which I was really excited for. But if you skimp on everything that makes two D animation good, then you're not. What's the point <laughs> at that point? Um, so yeah, uh, I still think it feels like turtles. That, that's the one thing that I think a lot of people are, are, are missing out on when they, when they look at this stuff, they're just kind of like, they, they kind of harp on the problems and the things that don't look very good and the things that change from the original, uh, that they're not very happy with. But, um, I think it still feels like turtles. Everything that's, that's going on still feels like a turtles cartoon to me. Um, and I don't mind changes because let's, let's be honest here within the turtle lore, there is a multiverse. So, 
any turtles that gets thrown out there, any version of TMNT, uh, you know it's just an extra version that's in this giant multiverse of uh, of turtle stuff. We all know that Turtle Prime goes back to the uh, the original comic book and everything. So uh, it, it just doesn't bother me all that much, all the changes. Um, but... Uh, you know, I, I am a bit disappointed in the, the lack of animation frames, uh, on the in-betweens and on the lower key forms, uh, that aren't the action scenes. Because the action scenes clearly are where they put all their money, uh, which is fine, which is what you should do. But, uh, I think you really need to accentuate a lot of the in-between because the in-between doesn't, uh, pop as well and it even looks detractable from the action, uh, when it's so obviously, like, two different types of things. It's my biggest problem I had with, uh, Big Hero 6 when it premiered. Uh, the premiere of Big Hero 6 had just, just really bad, uh, uh, frame rate. It had bad, uh, syncing. Uh, a lot of the sounds didn't sync up with the motions that was going on. Some of the lip movements didn't look right. It looked really not good, uh, recently there was an episode that leaked out, um, I think it was episode four, that looked so much better. Uh, the, 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 the animation was so much smoother and everybody, it, 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 it gave me hope for the series. So I'm thinking, uh, giving this a little bit of time, uh, a few toys being sold, et cetera, et cetera. I think this thing is going to, uh, do well. The thing is, Turtles has never not done well uh, in a lot of ways. So, and I've seen people like saying, "Like, well, here it is. Here's the death of Ninja Turtles. They think this this series is going to be the death of TMNT, and it's never going to come back." The Turtles franchise survived so much worse than this. Uh, they survived crappy concert tours uh, with goofy costumes. They uh, uh, they survived uh, the next mutation. Uh, if you've never seen that Power Rangers rip-off garbage show, it's just terrible, and they survived it, and it continues to be strong to this day. So don't worry, this is not going to not going to end, going to end, going to end. They they know that this is going to be a uh, uh, a thing to keep for for some time now. So even if they have to change it later on down the line, which um, you know I'm I I, I think this show is going to win people over. I, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna see. Uh, not, not that it's an error to think that it's, uh, that it's a bad thing. I think they're going to start to have less critiques about it as it moves along. So we'll see, uh, what happens with that later on down the line. But that's my thoughts on it. I think the show, I have my problems with it, but I think the show still feels like TMNT. I'm definitely going to check it out. And I'm, uh, and I think it'll win people over. I honestly do think it will be, uh, better than people think. I don't think it's going to blow everybody out of the water. I don't think it's going to be like the best TMNT show ever, but I think it will win people over ultimately. And, uh, and that's really all you need to do. Win people over and sell that merch to kids. Cause that's the only way you can pay for a cartoon nowadays. Uh, but yeah, there you go. So that's going to do it, uh, for this episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This is the last, uh, solo episode for a while. I'll be doing my anime April after this. Hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, people seem to like the anime episodes. It's really, I really get a jump in viewership and listenership when that happens. So hopefully that'll be good, uh, for everybody involved, um, including myself. Uh, so yeah, uh, thanks for joining me, guys. Uh, really was a pleasure. Uh, doing this uh, solo episode. Hope to be doing some more work uh, in the future with uh, some video content and some other stuff as well. 
Uh, so thanks for tuning in, guys. And uh, uh, tune in or come back. Sorry, I'm screwing up the ending here. Uh, come back uh, next week because we're going to be doing Anime April. Thank you for listening, D-N-N.